0: This podcast is sponsored by Veracast. Veracast is reimagining how credit unions connect with members. Veracast pushes the boundaries of data and insight into marketing solutions that create meaningful connections how, when, and where it matters. It's part of Vericast's ongoing commitment to helping credit unions do the vital work of providing financial empowerment and support to the members and communities they serve. Learn more about how Veracast celebrates and supports credit unions as they inspire hope, bring people together, and turn dreams into reality. Visit Veracast.com. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. streaming services have connected with American consumers. Connected TV or CTV has secured an important position in marketing and advertising. In this podcast, Robert Ropar's Senior Account Executive for Digital at Veracast offers insight on how CTV provides credit unions with an opportunity to deliver a personalized branding experience within premium streaming content. I'm Ron Jose, a Senior Editor with CUNA News. Simply Defined, CTV is any television set used to stream video over the internet. These are most often videos that are streamed via apps that are downloaded. As Ropars explains, CTV combines the extensive reach of traditional television advertising with the focus and analytics potential of digital content. In this interview, Ropars answers the essential questions on what CTV is, and just as importantly, what it isn't, and how credit unions can deliver a premium branding experience through this growing and exciting medium. Okay, Robert, so I hear the terms connected TV, CTV, and OTT used
1: interchangeably.
0: Can you describe the differences for me?
1: Absolutely. They are used somewhat ubiquitously and interchangeably in the advertising space, and as we talk with our clients, there is some confusion over them. Broadly speaking, connected TV is kind of a generic umbrella term that covers everything related to streaming television. So it's kind of a safe catch-all phrase. But when you get into the actual definitions of them, CTV, connected TV, really the way I look at it is it's advertising focused on your television and the things connected to your television. So that could be your Fire Stick, the Apple TV, or Chromecast, any of the things you plug in to stream. Xbox, PlayStation, or Blu ray player. So it's the TV itself, many of which have their own streaming capabilities and apps or the things you plug in. So that's connected TV. So it's easy to remember the TV and the things connected to it. OTT is a holdover really back to the old cable days when we had the cable box that sat on the top of our televisions, if you remember those, where the TV, the content's coming over the top of the television, essentially, it was kind of where that phrase came from. And so it really refers to In the digital advertising world, it refers to all of the ways you can stream because we are a multi-device, especially younger generations, multi-device world. People stream on tablets. They stream on their phones. They stream via their browsers, on their laptops and computers. So really, OTT, when you're talking about like a digital strategy, if I said I'm going to do a connected TV-only strategy, that means I want my commercial to just be on the television. Big screen, wide view. I want to take maximum advantage of that real estate. Most of our clients, however, when we go into this, we look at a strategy of OTT, which means the TV plus everywhere else. So anywhere you could be streaming, phone, tablet, desktop, TV, and that allows for catching folks where they natively are going to be streaming. And we know, especially on the younger generations, they are watching things on their phone as much as Hollywood directors hate that kind of a thing. That's the reality. They're watching streaming shows, movies on their tablets and on their uh, mobile devices. So. So that's really the difference between the two. So it's sort of just the TV or everywhere you could stream.
0: Now, playing the devil's advocate for a moment, uh, isn't it just good enough to simply post ads on YouTube and Facebook in this age of social
1: media? It certainly is helpful. And we never would discourage anyone from doing that. And there's sort of a rising tide raises all ships kind of approach. But when you have things that you post as content on social media, it's really putting it out there hoping somebody will find it. When you think about connected TV ads, CTV ads are typically going to layer in targeting They're going to be very one-to-one and they're not just, you can certainly broadcast a commercial, for example, and saturate the whole Chicago market or the whole Madison market or what have you. But realistically, the vast number of campaigns that you would run, you're going to be focusing on something, maybe people who are in market for a new checking or savings account, or maybe people are looking for a loan or very specifically, I'm looking for an auto loan, a credit card, a mortgage, or HELOC. So depending on the focus of the campaign, it allows you to be targeted and actually reach specific people. So instead of just blanketing an entire neighborhood, you would find the folks who are actually giving off signals and they're in the market for something. So it should be more relevance to them. And so you certainly, and we'd never, like I said, never discourage anybody from posting things on YouTube or Facebook, but I certainly have seen time and time again, clients who've made awesome commercials, perfect commercials, post them on YouTube. But then when you look at And, you know, in the credit union space, how many members they have, look at how many people are actually subscribed to the YouTube page and how many people are actually watching it. Usually the numbers are vastly smaller than the actual, their members, let alone strangers that may have stumbled across them. So it's fine to put them in those places and be found and discovered, but it's sort of putting them out there, hoping somebody finds them versus actually delivering it to the right people at the right time when they're choosing the stream, they're about to watch something and you meet them at that time and layer in that added benefit. I am actually looking for a car or a credit card or what have you or a house.
0: I see what you mean. It's more focused. Staying with that devil's advocate role, don't people dislike TV commercials?
1: It's funny. Certainly, even this week, I had a conversation with a client, and one of the people said that they're just not a fan of commercials. And we know some of us who've lived through the entire phase of different levels of commercials and technology. have seen like when DVRs were introduced then it became a problem for advertisers because people could skip across the commercial. So then there was a whole, how do you design an ad? So even as you're fast forwarding on VCRs before that, that your brand and your message stays on the screen. So that even if you're fast forwarding, you're still being exposed to it even like briefly. But coming forward, as we look through how we've come through the last two years, part of the trend that includes more and more people cutting the cord, shifting to streaming environments, One of the things that's happened is across generations, people are actually more accepting of ads because they've shifted to streaming. They wanted to save money. They wanted a whole bunch of new streaming channels came online during the pandemic. Discovery Plus, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, all the pluses. So much more content than we've ever had, much more control than we've ever had. And we did a study last year and we found that somewhere between two-thirds to almost three-quarters of folks 25 to 44 Told us that they see products on streaming commercials as more relevant than the ones that are on, like cable ads, for example. And we think that's a large part because people are streaming, they're tech savvy, they're getting used to that world of streaming. And if you meet them at that moment when they're streaming their favorite show or movie, whereas in the past, you probably could say that was a negative experience, you're interrupting my content. People have adapted, and especially it's driven a lot by younger generations. They are expecting that because they know that in many cases they're getting free content or a lower cost subscription with ads. They're accepting that contract, if you will. I'm going to see ads, but I don't have to pay as much for a full year or a full month uh, without ads. And so they kind of are you're accepting on that level. You're in the middle of content movies that they love. We choose to binge and stream what we enjoy, what we love. So as a result, you're meeting them in a moment when they're in a positive mood. And I think there's an appreciation that you're tech savvy because if you've got the targeting involved, I am looking for a car, a credit card or a house. And suddenly I see a local ad from a local credit union that says, here's a great offer on a refinance, your auto loan, a new credit card, a loan to consolidate debt, what have you. It's an appreciation that now you're local, you're relevant, and you've met me when I'm actually in a need for something. And I'm in a good mood because I'm watching my favorite short movie. So kind of all those things came together in a weird way that have evolved how consumers I'm not saying there aren't still some that are kind of against that, but it's by and large, it's really moved the needle in terms of advertiser to consumer acceptance, uh, which we've never seen before. And I'm very excited that as a piece of that, Disney just announced they're going to have a low cost Disney Plus with ads coming in by the end of the year. So now you've got a huge library of Marvel, DC, Star Wars content with ads. That's a whole new huge window of opportunity for advertisers to reach a great part of our across the country, the consumers that are available to be marketed to. So that's another, just another whole add on to that.
0: Are streaming commercials clickable?
1: They are not now. I'm sure with technology advancing, it will be. Uh, we've all got remotes that are streamable. They're connected to the internet. They're doing lots of different things. But one of the things that we've seen, which you probably may have heard about from the, the cryptocurrency ad, there's been a couple other examples since. Because of the pandemic, bringing QR codes into the consumer has now reached a critical mass because of menus being, having QR codes. So many things that we do now have QR codes. Apple and Google responded by upgrading the phone apps on all our devices. So as soon as you hold your phone up to take a picture of a QR code, it recognizes that and makes it clickable. So now the exciting thing is you can have a CTV ad work in a QR code I hold up my phone and now I'm doing something on my phone. You've got a multi-device engagement and you're getting them to click to apply to open an account, click to apply for a loan, click to watch a video or a subsequent video, a different video. So it's a great way to add engagement and make it clickable. What's a typical budget for CTV? It ranges, uh, as I've looked across the market, I've seen numbers anywhere from kind of mid-20s to the low 30s. Mid 30s. So, this is the cost per thousand impressions basically. And typically, it's in that kind of mid 20s to mid 30s of what I've seen across the board of you kind of do some research. So, less than you would see with, for example, a lot of cable TV options and things like that. So, it's actually really reasonably priced. And in most cases, the budgets are as well, you know, even working around that. So, it's for small to medium institutions, especially when you take into account the millions being spent by massive institutions across the country on direct mail, email, all those different other things on top of television ads, blitzing all the airwaves to be able to do a reasonably priced ad campaign and be very targeted and reach the right consumers at the right time. There's never really been a medium like this available like this before, so it's really exciting.
0: What are the main key performance indicators of CTV
1: ads? So for CTV, until clickable becomes an option, you're going to have the, obviously, impressions. That's one piece of it. But the main KPI is VCR, which from a TV perspective is a nice callback, uh, video completion rate. So really, most cases, you're going to be looking, uh, working with your partner your agency to look at what percentage of consumers watch the entire ad. The exciting thing is it's very easy to track that. And so we're able to report that. And we see it across the board, not just with ourselves, but it's in the 90s percent, mid, you know, 92, 95, sometimes 98 percent watch the entire commercial.
0: So, how do I calculate return on ad
1: spend? The magic question in digital advertising for so many years, uh, trying to do attribution of any kind has been such a challenge. But for ourselves, you know, one of the things if if you're able to pull all the data together from, in our case, being able to measure down to the household exposed to the campaign, and match that back with the activity that occurred during the campaign, there are ways to combine those two to be able to determine the budget spent, how many accounts were generated. And a lot of times we see a halo effect. So the ad might be a general brand awareness commercial, or let's say it's focused on auto, for example. And maybe I am looking for a car, but I'm also looking for a credit card. I may actually do other things. So there's like a halo effect triggered by the consumer doing that. I had that myself. I was looking to open the Roth IRA. I had it on my little sticky note to do at some point, and I kept forgetting to do it or not having time. I got an email, a direct mail, and uh, I think I even saw a billboard for my bank and it reminded me I've had this thing on my to-do list or a honey-do list basically for some time. So in the same way, we're seeing time and time again as we do analysis like this of attribution from ad campaign to actual real-world benefits, we're actually seeing all the things that are happening and even be able to see whether how many new members are brought into the credit union versus the existing members taking some new action. So it's been a pretty exciting evolution of reporting, but it allows us to get to that return on ad spend and be able to really have somebody be proudly able to show internally. This is what we spent. This is what we got out of. It.
0: And then another magical question, where are people going to see my commercials?
1: So the nice thing has been such a proliferation, as I mentioned, of places and avenues where ads can run, uh, especially in the last two years, Disney Plus coming soon. Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus has been hugely popular. But there's also a whole bunch of things like Pluto TV, Zumo, XUMO, a whole bunch of cable esque free apps that you can install on anything phone, tablet, desktop, your computer, your TV. And they basically give you a cable like experience with hundreds of channels. They're very popular, they're free, but they have ads in them. So the nice thing is, The ads can be targeted to the right people at the right time, but catch them across all those different things. So there's hundreds, potentially, of channels, TV, movies, Crackle's a good one that's got a lot of movies on it. So there's any number of ways that your content, your ads can be in the right content at the right time uh, across a whole bunch of different apps.
0: Now, as content providers, we always value our content, but what if people just want to skip the ad?
1: That's the exciting thing about CTV ads. Unless they turn the TV off, switch to another channel, or switch to another app, they're going to see the full ad because at least at this point, the ads are actually non-skippable. So it's a huge advantage over, for example, a YouTube ad, which we all know have the little countdown to skip, uh, other types of video ads that you might have on websites. They have a skippable aspect to them with the countdown that we've all gotten used to. But in the CTV world at least for the foreseeable future, when the person starts the ad, unless they stop what they're doing, they're going to see the whole ad.
0: Thanks for listening to the CUNY News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. This podcast is sponsored by Veracast. Veracast is reimagining how credit unions connect with members. Veracast pushes the boundaries of data and insight into marketing solutions that create meaningful connections how, when, and where it matters. It's part of Veracast's ongoing commitment to helping credit unions do the vital work of providing financial empowerment and support to the members and communities they serve. Learn more about how Veracast celebrates and supports credit unions as they inspire hope, bring people together, and turn dreams into reality. Visit Veracast.com.